Blessed Sunday, Pastor Shane here, Worship Without Walls. And thank you all for joining me here for Worship, Word, and Prayer. Um, <clears throat> a little congested and a little froggy today, but we are going to push through. And we are going to worship and pray and lift each other in Jesus' name today. First and foremost, I'd like to thank all of you for joining me here on this blessed Sunday. Let us begin with prayer. God of all who wander in the wilderness, you go before us as a beacon and a guide. We ask that you lead us through all danger. Sustain us through all desolation and bring us home to the land you have prepared for us. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Let us turn in our red hymnal. To 629, the God of all comfort. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. I will ask my Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let the let it be fearful. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. We switch over to our blue hymnal for our affirmation of faith. We believe in Jesus Christ the Lord, who was promised to the people of Israel, who came in the flesh to dwell among us, who announced the coming of the rule of God, who gathered disciples and taught them, who died on the cross to free us from sin, who rose again from the dead to give us life and hope, who reigns in heaven at the right hand of God, who comes to judge and bring justice to victory. We believe in God his Father, who raised him from the dead, who created and sustains the universe, who acts to deliver his people in times of need, who desires all men everywhere to be saved, who rules over the destinies of men and nations, and who continues to love men even when they reject him. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who is the form of God present in the church, who moves men to faith and obedience, who is the guarantor of our deliverance, who leads us to find God's will in the word, who assists those whom he renews in prayer, who guides us in discernment, and who impels us to act together. We believe that God has made us his people to invite others to follow Christ, to encourage one another into deeper commitment, to proclaim the forgiveness of sins and of hope, to reconcile men to God through word and deed, to bear witness to the power of love over hate, to proclaim Jesus the Lord over all, to meet the daily tasks of life with purpose, to suffer joyfully for the cause of right, to the end of the earth, 
to the end of the age, and to the praise of his glory. Amen. And amen. <clears throat> Let us turn now to the psalm for today. And today's psalm comes from Psalm 106. Verse 1 through 6 and 19 to 23. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can declare all his praise? Blessed are those who keep justice, and he who does righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have toward your people. O visit me with your salvation, that I may see the benefit of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. They made a calf in Herod and worshipped the molded image. Thus they changed their glory into the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, awesome things by the Red Sea. Therefore he said that he would destroy them, had not Moses, his chosen one, stood before him in the breach. Here ends our reading from the book of Psalm. Thanks be to God. Our opening hymn is, He Has Made Me Glad. <clears throat> enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He's made me glad, oh he's made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He's made me glad, oh he's made me glad. I'll rejoice for he has made me glad. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I'll say this is the day that the Lord hath made. will rejoice for he has made me glad. He's made me glad, oh he's made me glad. I'll rejoice for he has made me glad. He's made me glad, oh, he's made me glad. Rejoice for he is me. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Enter his courts with praise. Say this is the day that the Lord hath made. Rejoice for he's made me glad. He's made me glad, oh, he's made me glad. I'll rejoice for he has made me glad. He's made me glad, oh, he's made me glad. I'll rejoice for he has made me glad. 
I rejoice for he has made me glad. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Lord God, friend to those in need, your Son Jesus has united our burdens and healed our spirits. We lift up the prayers of our hearts for those still burdened, those seeking healing, those in need within the church and the world. Lord, as we come to you today, first and foremost, I want to lift up those innocent lives being lost those suffering in the war in Israel and Palestine. Those innocent lives being slaughtered due to hatred and rage. We lift them up on both sides to you, Lord. We lift up to you, Lord, those still fighting in Ukraine with Russia. We lift up to you our siblings who are all battling cancer of any form. Our sisters, Jen and Doreen. We lift up to you, Robin and her family. <laughs> Sorry. We lift up to you, Ryan, Amanda, and Teddy, Glenn, Michael. We lift up to you, Jackie and Joe. We lift up to you, Daniel, Mandy, Ace, <coughs> and Daisy. We lift up to you, Caden. We lift up to you, D, Courtney, Lennox. We lift up to you, Linda. We lift up to you, Max, Ray, Beth. We lift up to you, Nora. We lift up to you, Patricia, B, Patricia, P, and Patricia, D. We lift up to you, Bonnie and Muriel. We lift up to you, Lance, Chris, and T. We lift up to you, Timoth. We lift up to you, Rihanna and her family. We lift up to you, Thomas and Brianna. We lift up to you, Val and Bob. Lord, we ask that you hear our prayers for the sick, for the wounded, for those who continuously suffer in battle. We look to you, Lord, now more than ever for your continued grace, your continued healing. We look to you for your strength and guidance and for war to end. We lift up to you and ask that you hear our prayers that we may also love you with our whole being and willingly share the concerns of our neighbors in as dear to us as our own needs and concerns. 
In Jesus' name, amen. And on amen. Our next hymn is, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. I apologize uh, for that uh, sneezing spell just now. Forsake thee, take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. Thou wilt find a solace there.
Return to 476, soldier of Christ, arise. Be strong in the Lord and in his power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of his dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, Take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. <clears throat> we turn now to a reading for today. In the book of Philippians chapter 4. And it's verses 1 through 9. <sighs> Therefore, my beloved, and longed for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Yudia, and I implore Sintich, to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, report. If there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Here ends our scripture for today. Thanks be to God. Siblings, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, leading us not to temptation, but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
Let us continue forth in prayer. Mighty and righteous God, as we bring our tithes and offerings to the altar today, we confess that we ourselves, in the stiff-necked Israelites in the wilderness, we are quick to lose sight of you, especially when our focus is turned in the direction of gold. You, anger and disappointment, are so justified, and as Moses intervened for the Israelites, Jesus has advocated for us with his very life. Help us to keep our focus as you light the pathway you would have us walk. We pray this with gratitude for your love and in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Siblings in Christ, if you feel so compelled to tithe with this ministry, please click on our profiles and try to get to our web and click to get to our website. At our website, there are multiple ways you can choose to tithe with us. Whether it's through the get to know us about more or directly on a tithe through the website. This brings us to our gospel for today, and our gospel for today comes from the gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. It is the parable of the wedding feast. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding and they were not willing to come. Again, he sent out another servant, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and fatted calf are killed, and all things are ready, come to the wedding. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one of his own farm, another to his business. And the rest seized, his servants treated them spitefully and killed them. But when the king heard about it, he was furious, and he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, This wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go to the highways, as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So the servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. When the king came in to see the guest, he saw a man who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Here ends the scripture from the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God.
just trying to mark another scripture passage that we will be using within our message for today. This brings me to my message today, and today we're going to talk about a message entitled Stiff-Necked. Now, when we think of having a stiff neck, we think of being sore, we think of something rigid, not wanting to move, right? When our neck is stiff, it hurts to move. So we rub it, massage, whatever it is, something to get it back moving the way it should so we can turn our head, etc., but when we talk about the term stiff-necked in regards to people, we think of things that don't want to bend. They don't want to break their stance, right? So when we look at things from a football stance, we want that front line to almost be a little bit stiff, right? We don't want them to, the defense to get through to the quarterback and so forth. When we look at building construction, we want those to be stiff because we don't want them to break. But yet we sometimes we want a little play and sway when it comes to weather because we don't want things to break. The problem with individuals who are stiff-necked on their beliefs is everything is cut and dry from what they were told or their belief or whatever it might be. And that then tends to lead to pointing fingers. There's no altering from that. It can lead to accusations or sometimes it can even lead to worse. Right now we see in the world two wars going on. One over in Ukraine and one over in Israel. And we see these battles taking place. But what we see happening in a war setting, we see in our own country happening every single day. We see these constant battles, these struggles of what some would say good versus evil. But what happens is, is those who believe that they're doing good tend to use the terms to demonize and dehumanize what they want to be made to believe to be bad. And those that listen become stiff-necked in that belief, right? Because they don't want to sway to think otherwise. They don't want to bend. They want to stay rigid. Through all the social media platforms that I myself have, as well as many other friends and many other preachers, we see this on a day-to-day -day basis. We see those that have been taught that this, this, and this are evil or works of the devil in individuals. And they have no problem teaching that rhetoric to other 
people and their followers tend to go out and become what we would consider keyboard warriors and they have no problem scripture bombing on posts or telling people to repent or they're going to hell. The problem is that sometimes the individuals that they are saying this to do not believe the same as they do. And therefore, if they do not believe the same Christian basis, then they may not believe in a heaven and a hell. They may not believe in the afterlife. In today's gospel, we see the parable of the wedding feast, and we could almost see people being stiff-necked in this, right? We can see those that refused, even though they said, yes, we're going to come to this banquet, this feast, they chose not to for whatever the reason was, and then they stayed true to it. In fact, the second time in the scripture today that the king sent out his servants, many were kept held captive and beaten, abused, or killed. Now, if I was a servant of this king, Fear would have struck in if we were going to get sent out again of maybe something even worse happening to us. But yet the king sends them out once more. And the king servants bring forth people of all walks of life, good, bad, and indifferent. They make sure that many people are in this banquet hall for this wedding, for this feast. And what happens But the king walks out to see the guests and finds one not in what the king would consider proper garb or garments. And the king sentences this, this individual to be bound hand and foot and taken away and cast into outer darkness. Now I understand that in this parable, Jesus is referring to the kingdom of heaven and that Jesus is looking at this from the standpoint of all are invited to come, only a few are chosen to actually enter. But we have to look from a realistic standpoint of the being stiff-necked. You see, we ourselves are very eager and quick to go forth in this world and share the word. We are very eager to go forth and accuse others of demon possession, of being sinners, but when do we look at ourselves and say, you fool, you are no better and no less stiff-necked than the people who are condemning you right now. You continue to say that you would try to be a good person, you speak the right words, but what are you doing the other days of the week when you are not sitting in service on Sunday? 
Sometimes we see and hear the saying that the world is a what have you done for me lately. And for many of us who walk the path of being followers of Jesus Christ, many times that persecution feels unbearable. Many times the threats to our lives, to our friends, to our family, become so strong that we become fearful. In fact, right now in America, there is an easy way to call yourself a Christian and to walk a path. And whether that path leads you to the kingdom of heaven or not, it comes with less ridicule and less harassment. It comes with less constantly being told you are going to be damned for life if you don't repent for your sins. It comes with constant repeating of scripture bombs to social media feeds. It comes with constant repeating that you better repent that you're a blasphemer and so forth. And then there's the choice to make, which is actually to physically uphold the teachings of Jesus Christ. And that is to love thy neighbor. And thy neighbor is every single person you come in contact with. That means if you're loving your neighbor, you're not dehumanizing your neighbor. That means if you're loving your neighbor, there would not be these wars taking place right now over politics and greed and indoctrinated beliefs and ultimately land grabs and political BS. What would happen if we actually chose to love our neighbors is there would be no more dictatorships going on because we would come together in that community to show that love and light to one another. We would come together as a community, as a country, and we'd be willing to lay our lives down for our neighbor and help our neighbor. We'd be able to give the shirt off our back to help someone in need. We would never sit there in this capitalistic world more fearful of the money in our pocket and the food on our table than helping someone else. I have a friend that I met through social media, a friend that I now consider a brother. And he has ultimately been a single most blessing to see how kind he truly can be, to see how empathetic he truly can be, and to see what he's doing in his own community, showing and spreading acts of kindness every day through his business. Many of us could do wonders to learn from him. But see, the difference is he was taught correctly of who Jesus Christ was. And bless the woman who taught him.
but we could do wonders to learn that lesson of who Jesus Christ truly is. So when we walk this world, we walk as Christ walked <coughs> and not with a stiff neck. When we walk this world, we walk through the intentions of being good. We walk this world mediating these things. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, may we share these things, may we meditate on these things. Because these things which we learn and receive and heard and saw, we should do these and have peace with our Lord. Siblings, as I sit here this morning with you, I look to you. I urge you to be that kindness in the world to be that love that this world so desperately needs right now. To be voices of change and for companionship and compassion. And to ultimately refrain from being so stiff-necked that you would be the bearer of hate and unjustness. That you would be so stiff-necked that you would be the voice instead of condemnation, of dehumanization. I implore you to be the voice instead that treats every human being as what they are, a sibling in Christ. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we come to you today thankful for the words and the scripture and the gospel. We look to you for your continued guidance and discernment. And may you help us from being stiff-necked, but instead being bearers of your light, now and always. In Jesus' name, amen. Our final hymn is Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone. Relieved 
how precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed my chains are gone I've been set free my God my Savior has ransomed me like a flood his mercy reigns unending love amazing grace <clears throat> the lord has promised good to me his word my hope endures he will my shield and portion be as long as life endures my chains are gone i've been set free my God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns. Unending love, amazing grace. My chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns. Unending love, amazing grace. The earth shall soon dissolve like snow the sun forbear to shine the god who called me here below will be forever mine will be forever mine you are forever mine let us pray siblings lord of the feast you have prepared a table before all peoples and poured out life with such abundance that death cannot claim the triumph over your universe. Call us again to your banquet where we may receive your holy food. And strengthened by what is honorable, just, and pure. Be transformed into a people of righteousness and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Siblings in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom design from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.